I'm your host, Rob Carbone. This is BD. Here's Barrett. So the shake is big. That's a three. So we are back with the Yankees for a bit, for episode 204, rather. Not for a bit, but yes, we are back. Um, hope everybody's doing well. I am your host, RJ Carbone, and this is episode 204 of the podcast of BD4. Sorry, we had a little bit of a lag there in the beginning. I think we're good now. Uh, that is if you're watching the podcast. Um, but yes, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, we are talking Yankees because obviously they made some big moves yesterday. They First of all, in the morning, they brought back DJ LeMayhew. So me and Greg, uh, Greg and I touched on that. And the Yankees also brought back or took a flyer on uh, Corey Kluber, who, you know, a veteran in this league for a while. Good pitcher, has had a solid career, and uh, so the Yankees brought him, um, signed him as well. So it's, uh, you know, it was a good day, and I'm happy about it. So I don't want to waste too much of your time. I don't really want to get into anything um, myself because Greg and I pretty much covered a bunch. We talked about the Mayhew deal. We talked about the Kluber deal, and we talked about a lot more uh, regarding the Yankees. So let's just hop right into it. Let's just hop right into the conversation that Greg and I had uh, for about an hour. Greg is a friend of the show. He's, I've been on his show. Um, He's got a podcast called Yankee Crazy Podcast. You can find him on wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, His information will be down below in the description. Um, If you're watching the podcast, it'll be on the screen uh, in a second. So, yeah, let's just not kill any time with, with any advertisements or we'll, we won't get to the question of the day tonight. We'll just get right into the conversation that Greg and I had um, for about an hour uh, on the Yankees and talked about what we think and what we hope for. You know, obviously those are two different things, expectation versus reality. But, hey, it was a good time. And, again, he was, he was fantastic. We had a really, really uh, – spectacular conversation. So I thank you, Greg, once again, for joining the show. Uh, one of the better guests we've had so far. We don't have many guests, <laughs> but uh, no, really that, that was, you were great. So thank you for coming on and um, let's get right into the conversation that Greg and I had. Why not? Why not? Why waste any time? So guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Um, all right. I'll see you next time. Let's get right to it and I'll see you uh, the, for 205. So we'll have an episode. Obviously, going back to the Knicks after Sunday night, which is tomorrow. But as you're listening to this, it should be Saturday night. So let's get to the conversation that Greg and I had. All right, ciao. We, you know, after months of trying to figure out what we're going to do with DJ, we finally get that news. And it's uh, six years for $90 million. So that was, you know, to me, I was... I thought that was a steal. And um, yeah, I, I want to know your thoughts on that whole thing. 
Yeah, that was big. You know, me and you have been texting about this <laughs> since October, I think. And uh, so many people, so, so many people I know, my brother, um, you know, actually the, the night before had texted me like, what's going on with this? And big day. And one of the big things that I really love about, I love DJ, love that signing from the start. And yep. the thing that I love about that contract is how it's team friendly. That shows yeah. you how cool of a guy he is where he wants to play for the Yankees. He, it's almost like he wants to do whatever they, you know, wants to get his money, but will help the team out. And even, even if that's four years, you know, four good years of him and those last two are a wash, hey, <laughs> it's worth it. It is, it is great. Love it. Love it all. Yeah, man, that's like the thing. I was not expecting so ninety million across six is. I think I did the math. It's like fifteen or something per season. Yeah, that's yep. nothing for somebody like yeah. him who you know won two batting titles and and is now in MVP conversations year to year. Yeah. I was expecting honestly. I was saying earlier, like a couple of months ago, I was expecting like I don't know five years for like a hundred and forty, yeah. hundred and fifty million. But this oh, guy's yeah. getting. Oh yeah. 10 less annually than I expected. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. And you're right, man. It does go, you know, it's, it speaks volumes of, of who he is. And he's a team guy. He just wants to, he wants to be in New York and he wants to win. Um, mm -hmm. So I thought that was huge. And, and he's so big to this team. And I want to know your thoughts on, you know, on, on what you think you could expect next year from DJ. And uh, honestly, to me, I think he's, as consistent as anybody. And so if, if I was to give anybody a six year deal, it would be DJ just because I think he's a guy that doesn't really rely on strength and athleticism. He's straight up fundamentals. So yeah. I think if you're expecting one guy to live up to that contract, it's going to be LeMahieu. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I agree with it. That he is just so consistent. And yeah. like you said, the crazy thing uh, about him coming to the team was, okay, he's going to be, you know, they thought maybe like a utility guy and he becomes a big star on the biggest stage in sports and MVP. Two years ago, what was he, like yeah. third? And he was third fourth, and then I think second and third. Yeah. yeah, crazy, crazy. And, you know, you could make a case that he deserved the MVP, you know, maybe both of those years you could make a case for him. And I agree with you, man. He is consistent, you know, well, he is a robot as we know, right? <laughs> so perfection and consistency, but seriously, yeah, you bring up a lot of good points. Uh, he is a, an athletic guy and he doesn't rely on, like speed so it's not like yeah. his legs are gonna go like some of these guys who are all about that and he just got the guy can hit the guy can hit and you look at guys who go uh older into their career who could hit and you know guys slow down a little bit but you know he's still he's still not going to be like super old towards the end no. of that contract because he's is he 31 now yeah i think i looked it up yesterday i think he's 31 uh, he might be 32 this season. I don't know when his birthday Yeah, you might be right. He might be right. just had his birthday, actually. I don't know. He, he So he's, he's still fairly young, you know, for, for right. a 20-something-year-old. So. Right. And, you know, if he stays in shape, which I, I just see him staying in shape, and he seems like the kind of guy who 
you know, going into when, when he signed those two, uh, the two year deal originally with the Yankees, there was a quote that he said to an old coach of his where he said, I'm going to bet on myself and I'm going to take these two years and just kind of prove himself and show that he is a, an elite major leaguer. And he did that. And I just see more of the same from him. And, uh, you know, really, like you said, if any, if you could give that contract to anybody, DJ is a very safe bet. Yeah, man. And I'm just, he's, he's just a fan favorite. You know, he's a humble dude. He's, you know, a lot of people like to compare his persona to Derek Jeter, you know, in a way uh, yeah. where he's just mm-hmm. quiet, says the right thing and, you know, shuts up and does his job, right? He's not yep. really flashy or anything like that. And he doesn't need to be. He's just, he goes up at the plate. He's their leadoff hitter. He puts the ball in play. And on the flip side, you know, he plays multiple positions and he plays them all well. So, I'm so thrilled to have him back, man. I think, you know, especially to the way this lineup seems to be very reliant on the home run, um, you know, to get somebody like DJ to kind of balance things out is just huge at the top of that order. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You need that. You need that high average contact guy, uh, you know, not too many strikeouts and he just, you know, you put the ball in play and things happen, especially in the playoffs. That's the big thing, you know, all these years of Yankees just waiting for the big moment to have the big home run. And that's, as we know, is not always going to come true. But here's a guy like DJ. There was a clip of him uh, that I saw yesterday. You know, everybody going crazy on Twitter, posting things. And I think it was against Cleveland last year in the playoffs. Um, just, Just this little... Like ground ball up the middle that yeah. they went ahead, you know, late in the game on that. And that's the thing. Just put the ball in play. You never know what's going to happen. Dude, it's the simple shit with him. Like, it's just, it's whatever needs to be done, he'll do it. He doesn't try to yeah. do too much of the plate, which I think is a lot of issues with, you know, some of the other Yankees is they go up there and try and they, they try to force things, right? They try to press and a lot of guys are swinging for the fences. But, you know, as we said, he just takes wherever the, wherever the pitch is, he's going to hit it in that direction. He's going to take what's coming to him. And he's just a very smart baseball player, very high IQ player out there. So, yeah, 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 he is. And like he said, what, you know, what is his, um, did he have on his, uh, uh, nickname on his back? Was it big fundy? Oh yeah. I think it was. Right. Isn't that, and, yeah, that's, that's great ball player. That's what you need. A guy who is like, you know, almost old school, like those guys, yeah. who just, you know, were gritty, hit the, put the ball in play and, and just went about their business. And yeah, yeah. I love him. Love him. Yeah, I know. I can't say enough. Of it. And it's funny because I was, I'm not going to lie. I was that arrogant fan who was pushing, pushing for Manny Machado a couple of years ago in the off season. And yeah. We didn't get him, and you know, worse. I I I saw we signed Lemayu. I'm like, oh, what are we doing with this guy? <laughs> you know, I pretty much I talked myself into a corner, and now you know I have nothing but to to laugh at that. But I'm happy yeah. to have him. Yeah, you know, I was you know I in a sense wanted them to sign Machado. Everyone was saying everybody, you know, yeah. Like, he's kind of a bum. He's gonna get you know you know did some you know did some some dirty things here and there and you know, was going to get this big contract and everyone's like, Oh, you know, too big of a contract for the Yankees to sign. And, and on one side, I'm like, you know, my whole attitude, spend, spend, go. Yeah. Like, That's what do I care? <laughs> and 
they didn't do it. And, you know, it was, you know, obviously now, uh, you know, uh, hindsight's 2020, it was a great move. And, um, I love, I love to, um, you know, pat, you know, don't break your arm, patting yourself on the back. But, uh, <laughs> I, I loved it when they made that move, uh, on my podcast, I said it was a, it was a great move and it has turned out to be, you know, just, just amazing. Like you said, you yeah. can't say enough good things about DJ LeMayu. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, now we also made another move yesterday, which you know I can't hate. You gotta like you know taking a flyer on Corey Kluber, veteran Corey Kluber, who yeah, I think it was a what one year ten or eleven million for for next lot, season. Yeah, maybe eleven. So, I had read. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not bad at all, dude. Considering you know this is a a guy with I know it's a cliche, but he's a guy with veteran experience. He's you know played for a, over a decade now, maybe. Um, and he's, you know, we're hoping to catch a little bit of, you know, lightning in a bottle here and hopefully he can give you one more great season. So what do you think about the, uh, the Corey Kluber deal? Yeah, it's, it's almost one of those no, no lose situations, you know, it's just money. Yankees, Yankees have some, some good money, although they're getting close to that cap and they are, they're trying to be, you know, really, really safe with the money. Um, but it's, it's great. Cause like you said, they could catch lightning in a bottle with him and they love those. They love those like yes. low risk, big upside potential on guys. Guy is a veteran. Yankees have a lot of young pitchers who he can help. Uh, you know, hopefully he's healthy. Hopefully, you know, he's going to give them a full season. Um, you know, I think he had this, uh, the, the, the shoulder issue, um, Hopefully that's good. He supposedly pitched really well at that, um, you know, scouting tryout, whatever you want to call that thing. And yeah, it's a, it's a, a win situation for the Yankees, low risk for them and could be amazing if he pitches just solid, you know, yeah, if he's right. just a solid, uh, you know, wherever they slot him in, if it's going to be number two, number three, you know, who knows, they're hopefully going to make some more moves. But it's it's a great move because between his knowledge and Garrett Cole's knowledge, he can help these young pitchers like the Garcia, uh, the Clark Schmidt, and even Monty. He's still a young guy. So great move. Great move. Yesterday was, you know, fantastic day. We've been, we've been waiting for something. And I know. Yeah, it was almost like a bonus with getting Kluber yesterday. Yeah, that's like usually how it goes, it'll, especially with Cashman. It'll be quiet for a while, yeah. and then you'll get like the big news in one day. You'll get like one or two signings or one big signing or something, you know, yeah. to, just out of nowhere. There was nothing leading up to it. We just kind of got it out of the uh, out of the blue there. So um, yeah. Yeah. I, I like the Kluber deal too. I think, you know, he's going to be 35 soon, but it's only a one-year deal. And, you know, the last time he was healthy, he was very, very effective in, I don't know, 2018? So, you know, yeah. this is a, a two-time Cy Young guy. It's a three-time All-Star. This is somebody with, a, you know, the ERA is, is 316, I think, over the course of his career. Um, mm-hmm. So he's got playoff history. Um, I know he struggled a couple of times, uh, but he did have that really good run in 2016 when the Indians took the Cubs to the World Series. Um, so he's, he's yeah. listen, he's, with, with with the way the pitching market is right now, this is one of the, better low risk signings like you said so i'm happy about it yeah yeah um now you kind of mentioned you know you hope we can make some other moves um 
what do you think? I, I know Trevor Bauer's out there. I know George Springer's out there, you know, in the outfield, uh, Brantley as well. And then, yeah. you know, Real Mudo, he was offered nine figures the other day. I don't know if he did. Uh, declined or accepted. Oh, you know, I didn't hear that about that one. Yeah, um, and then there's also Molina who sells inside. So, do you think we're going to do anything yeah. else in the infield, in the outfield, uh, in the bullpen, in the rotation? What do you think? Yeah, well, a lot of there's a lot of talk of the Reds, Luis Castillo, who yes. I didn't really know a lot about. Yes. I, I looked up his stats this morning, and um, you know. Playing on the Reds, so you gotta gotta give a little bit with that. His not the greatest win loss record. I think he's at five, as a 500 pitcher. He had the I think it was 2019. He was an All Star. Yes. Had a good year there. Um, you know, last year I, I feel like you you could almost give everybody a pass last right. year. I don't yeah. know what was going on with with them um, and in him in particular. I don't know. Um, People are really high on him. They think he has a lot of potential. I think he's 28. So, you know, coming into that, you know, as they, in, in MLB, that's kind of like the prime right. age yeah. for everyone to have like their, their best career years. And I would like to see it. Guy seems like he has some experience, you know, he has experience, has shown that he can be a good pitcher. And, you know, maybe these younger guys on the Yankees are just, maybe they need another year. Um, Castillo with the Reds, I think they just settled at 4.3 million for salary uh, this upcoming year. And if that takes, supposedly, I I saw some rumors of sending Clint Frazier, who I love. I'd be a little bit upset, but I understand the outfield is, is a bottleneck. And Miguel Andujar. And I say, you do it. You gotta get you got to get the pitching. As much as I would hate to live, lose Clint Frazier, I think you do it for that because there is a, a, a lot of people in the outfield, and especially if they get Brantley. Um, you have always been telling me about yes. Brantley, how you love him. And uh, I looked his stats up, and the guy is, you know, he's 30. I think he's 33. So guy like him, it's not like he needs or is – I think he's probably not going to be looking for a really huge contract. And – you know, maybe they maybe they work out a deal, another team friendly deal, and they can drop some money. Uh, some rumors: if anyone wants Adovino, he makes nine million a year. Um, I think they said the Yankees, with after the Kluber signing, were about five million away from the cap. So, if you get rid of Adovino uh, and you know maybe package him with somebody else who's making a little bit, maybe you're at fifteen million. And then you can, uh, you know, get a Castillo and, you know, maybe be creative with some of those other uh, pitchers that have been named. Uh, so there's a lot of possibilities. And I, I think I see, I think this is a good sign that the Yankees are really going to go for it. And, you know, maybe he even have to give up some of these young pitchers uh, like a Garcia and, you know, it, yeah. it's tough. You hate, you hate to sometimes you, you want to keep those, uh, those young guys who have potential and cause sometimes it comes back to haunt you and, you know, they turn out to be really great. Uh, but I think you gotta, I think Yankees gotta be win now. You gotta, you gotta really yeah, go for it. You gotta push your chips to the middle of the table. I mean, you're in this mode where you're trying to win now. You haven't, you know, for, to the Yankee standards, not winning in over a decade is, is a big deal. 
Yeah. So I think, you yeah. know, especially my generation and the generation younger than me, we want to see a, a championship that we can remember. Right. So, you know, for, for me, I, I can barely remember Oh nine. Um, mm-hmm. and you go further back, forget about it. Um, so I just, I just want us to be on top again. And I hope, you know, I hope we continue to do the right moves. I think we're off to a good start here. Two for two. Uh, what I didn't love was, seeing Gary Sanchez get a, a nice little promotion of $6 million. Um, Imagine that. You can fail at your job. You can hit 144, and you get you get a promotion for that. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Our buddy Gary, uh, you know, we have uh, been, uh, you know, bashing him after being so high with him, you know, how, how yeah. things change uh, within two years. And... I did not like to see that as I, as I had written on uh, Twitter, I was hoping that release the Kraken would have taken on a new meaning in the fall. <laughs> I think he's gotten rid of him um, because you see, and I, and I think I remember sending you a, uh, a screenshot of his stats. And if you take away, you know, 2017 and you just look at him, you say, you know, what have you done for me lately? You look at 18, I think, yeah, I think it was like 18, 19. You see that decline. It's like going down. And the guy, you know, as I called it, the Gary, the Gary Sanchez experiment, uh, I have said it needed to end this year. I'm not happy uh, that he's got that contract. Um, You know, obviously you got to give him a chance. I think no one wants to take him now. Um, uh, You know, I would have loved, um, uh, Molina, as we were talking about it back yes. in the fall, he would have been great to uh, to get for like a two year deal, something like that, because he's about he's like thirty eight, thirty seven, right. something like that. Um, but the guy still seems like he's got some gas in the tank. Um, I would have loved to have seen that over Gary Sanchez. Um, Gary's got to really come out and impress this year, or else I'm going to be going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right, man. It, it's it is difficult because this is a guy who I was so high on him, man. Once, you know, when he was coming through the system, he's been here since he was 16, you know, down below. Um, he comes up in uh, 2016 and he hits you 20 home runs in like 50 games and yeah. he's hitting 300. And the next year he follows up with a pretty solid sophomore season as well. You know, hits, hits mm-hmm. 280 something or whatever it was. And he hits you, you know, 30 something more home runs. He looks really good for the first two seasons of his career. And what I think happened, it's maybe a combination of both things, but losing Girardi, who I think, you know, kind of pushed him to be at his best mm-hmm. kind of, to me, that really did a lot. And I think once Girardi left and, and Boone took over more of a laid back friendly manager that kind of impacted his game. Um, I, I think he's just, you know, you could see, you know, I'm not one to talk, but you could see the weight gain, you know, he looks a lot different than he was when he first came up. It seemed he was more serious. I don't know, but, you know, I, I think it had something to do with the Girardi thing. I think, you know, maybe the home runs yeah. started getting to his head, you know, mm-hmm. started chasing for the fences, and, and the plate discipline has just completely fallen off. And and on the flip side, man, the, the catching is just, to me, that's even worse. Um, you know, he's got a cannon. That's great, yeah. but it, it only takes you so far to have a good arm and, and not really be able to do much else. Um, He's pretty slow behind there, you know, his side to side movement, the pass balls, the, you know, just, uh, it sucks because you wanted this guy to pan out. You really did. But 
three years, maybe four years going on, or three years going on four, it's not looking promising anymore. And he's only getting older. And when you're a catcher, you know, you don't have that. Yeah. You have that smaller window. You, the catchers have a smaller window. So I don't know, man. It sucks that, that he's going through this. And, and I'm kind of like you said, I'm kind of just done. I think at this point, whatever the hell happens with Gary happens with Gary. Um, I would have loved a real Mudo. I didn't think that was realistic, but yeah. you know, Molina, I, I think Molina would have been great. He's still out there, but honestly, I, I, I think Brian Cashman is going to stick with what we have right now, um, which is Gary. And, you know, you remember last year, Greg, it was Kyle Higashioka who really made more new, noise than Gary in the playoffs. Um, I think Gary yeah. did have a big hit once, but outside of maybe that one home run, Higashioka was was getting time over your starting catcher. You know, that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. And uh, yeah, look at look at what happened in the playoffs. What did uh, Higashioka started, I think, almost every game. Maybe Gary started like two or something. Yeah, it was like 60-40 between those two, maybe 70-30. Yeah, and then they said, I, I think they said, oh, well, if Yankees would have made it into the next round, Gary would have been starting or something yeah. like that. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if they were just trying to say that to make him feel better yeah. <laughs> or what. But, um, yeah, it's frustrating because catcher is such an important part, you know, between handling the pitchers, having great defense, and then on the offensive end. And, yeah, Gary has just been, to, to quote John Sterling's home run call, Gary has been scary, but not in the good yeah. scary way. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely been scary. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, they you know they love. Sometimes the Yankees love just sticking with a guy, and like even when everybody else is like, you got to get rid of this guy, you got to make a change, you got to do something. They still stick with them, stick with them, and and sometimes the the loyalty on some of these guys is a little too much, and they should have parted ways. But. <sighs> We can just, we can just, all we can do is wait and see, see what happens, um, and and hope for the best. I'm, you know, I'm rooting for the guy. I don't hate right. the guy. No. Um, sometimes I hate him. Though. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's still on the Yankees. We're we're obviously rooting for him. We don't want him to do badly, but you got to perform. This is this is, you know, I said last year was put up or shut up. Um, maybe we'll give him a little bit of a pass with COVID, but this is the year. If there is a full season and things go back to, to at least a little semi-normal, yeah. it, it, this is the year. If he, doesn't, if, if he doesn't do it this year and they still hold on to him, I'll, I'll lose my mind. It's funny because I said that, I've been saying that for two years. And you, you, it's like, when is the actual? Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, but on a positive note, uh, you want to look at a promising prospect, Glaber Torres. You know he, yeah, kind of had a down year, but he always seems. One thing I'm noticing, he's always coming through in the playoffs. And Glaber and and Urshela too. That the left side of the infield, I am really confident about. I love, um, you know, offensively at least, um, what Glaber Torres is doing, and I love what Gio was bringing on both ends. Yeah, and Glaber, I think they just came to an agreement yesterday for four million. I think yeah, he's four. getting it this year. So, you know, four million for him at this point is a is a steal. He's gonna if he keeps progressing the way he's doing, they're gonna have to pay him some more money. Uh, but worry that worry about that a little bit later. Um, 
yeah, love Glaber. He is he is clutch, you know, playoff Glaber. Um, as long as he's wearing his glasses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Glaber. But um, he is yeah, he's shown that he can he can come up clutch. Uh, I know a lot of people are down on his defense at shortstop. Um, you want to see that improve. I did notice, you know, a couple of errors in some in some spots in the playoffs that, um, from what I can recall, didn't come back to haunt them. Um, you know, so it definitely needs to step up there. It needs to be just automatic, um, but solid. Still, I think he's still a solid defender and hitting when he is on. Man, he is on. He is untouchable. Um, and Gio, Gio, what a surprise. Gio is like the story of the past, what, two years? Is he, yeah, has he I, been there? Um, love him. Love him. Love his energy. Um, you know, you see some of the defensive plays he makes, and it's, it's really astounding. Guy is, guy is phenomenal. And, and then the hitting, that was what they always had said uh, historically was his weak spot. And he just, you know, clutch. He hit that um, hit that grand slam right in the playoffs. Oh man, that was that was incredible. Dude. Love him. Yeah, like you said, love the left side of the infield. Yeah, the range of emotions I was going through. It was that one night against Cleveland where he hit that that grand slam game. Yeah. Dude, that was the most stressful night of my life. Like we were all. It was like my cousins and a couple of my siblings. Yes. We were in the out in the garage. We kind of turned it into a little man cave. And we were watching all night. And, man, like the yeah. score changes. I was just going insane. I lost my voice. I, I had to <laughs> skip class the next day because I just couldn't do it. I was just exhausted mentally, physically. Yeah. And, but you know what? That is the fun part of, of the playoff baseball. And I think if, if – there's one thing you could say is is despite there not being crowd a crowd last year, um, it, it really just it's still to me at least it felt the same. You know, watching the Yankees in the postseason, it still felt yeah. exciting. You still got really really yeah. hyped up and thrilled for those games. And like you mentioned, just the clutch hitting by Gio by Torres, it was huge, man. I loved every moment of that. Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, it was a fun ride the playoffs while it lasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we got we. I'm hoping we can get it together. Um, I want to move to the outfield really quick. Um, crowded again. Um, you know, we've got hopefully Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge can stay healthy. Um, you know, ever since we got Stanton, we've never really gotten much time between him and Judge because both of them have pretty much taken turns getting hurt or both at the same time. You know, we really we're trying to we're trying to build something here, but. You know, I remember when we first acquired him, everyone was like, oh, him and Judge are going to combine to break the uh, the home run record, yeah. whatever it was, between the, uh, it was like 80-something they were talking about, or over 100, um, right, right. whatever it was. And um, so I'm hoping they can stay healthy this year, man. I, I, there's the talent. Obviously, they're both talented, but what are you thinking? Well, yeah, like we have discussed just even the other day, we were texting about Judge and saying, you know, this, this, you know, the guy is a great player and he's got to put together a full season and stay healthy and be productive for the Yankees to, uh, you know, to to be an elite team. They've been a great team and he has helped in a lot of ways, but... You know, sometimes whether he had that shoulder issue and he went into a slump for a while or 
just being injured. Um, they have had to make do and you know that, you know, what was it two, two years ago with next man up? Um, you know, he was out for a long time, uh, with that, with that freak injury that they kept saying he was going to come back from. Um, he's another one who he he's, he's got to start putting together solid, consistent seasons of no injuries. And, and I know some of those injuries he got were kind of freak, um, but you know, he's getting to be, you know, everybody thinks he's so young because he's only come up in recent years, but he's close to 30, I think, right? I think he's over 30. Is he really? Wow. Standard judge. Uh, judge. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Judge is, judge is like 28, 29, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Stanton's yeah. over 30. Judge well, is getting there. Yeah. He's in those prime years. Judge really needs to um, have, a, have a solid season and carry the Yankees and, uh, you know, as their unofficial captain. That's another big part yeah. of his leadership role. And I, and I love him. I love Judge. He is, um, he's a great player. Um, and Stanton, yeah, he's another one. He needs a full season. You know, they got him, and he's this, this contract and his playing time, uh, for the most part, he's kind of been an albatross to them. Uh, you know, playoffs, I love seeing him in the playoffs because, yes. again, I am, a, I am a big fan of his. I don't want to see him fail. I'm, I get frustrated when he's not in the lineup. Um, but big playoffs, big playoffs. Uh, you know, towards the end when the Yankees, right before the Yan- Yankees exited, he had a couple of spots where I thought he was going to come up big and he would save those games for them. But the guy was incredible. It just goes to show you when he's healthy and he is on, he is, there's no stopping him. He is such a big factor. And it's, it's all about health, you know? Uh, it's, that really is what dictates how a team does through the year. Um, Yankees got lucky with that whole next man up and, and found guys who could fill in and, and play well. But these are the guys you're paying the big money to who are your big time players. And Stanton is one of the biggest, you know, he has got to, he is, he's got to stay healthy. If he gets injured this year, uh, you know, I don't know what to say. The guy is just brittle and I don't know. And it's not going to get better. You know, he's not getting younger. None of these guys are getting younger and it's, it's, they just have to really play up to their potential and stay healthy for the Yankees uh, to win. Yeah, no, you pretty much nailed it, man. I mean, we saw, you know, the next man up shtick in 2018. It worked great. 2019 comes, it's kind of an anomaly, right? Mike Ford doesn't really do what he did uh, the year before that. Talkman kind of falls off a little. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Miggy continues to struggle to find time, and when he's getting time, he's not really producing. So it, it was, it wasn't exactly the same. But I think if there's one positive you can put on trying to get Stanton to to, to kind of come through um, and stay healthy is that Clint Frazier is waiting in the wings, and he had a really good season last year. So I think maybe that motivates Giancarlo to you know stay in better shape and and continue to you know hit well and, and stay stay healthy. So that's one thing I'm thinking about. Um, maybe that kind of propels him and gets him going. Um, but yeah, with Aaron Judge, listen, he had the really good rookie season, um, and ever since then, he's he's had a difficult time staying on the field. Um, when he's on the field, he is a top five, arguably top three player in the game. Um, but it just has to happen. He has to stay healthy, and you know, the playoffs he's kind of been very erratic too. Um, he did have a really good start to the postseason last year, 
Aaron Judge. Yeah. But yeah. ever since then, I think he he was just you know weak ground outs and a lot of strikeouts and finished not really doing much um, after that one Cleveland game. But yeah, you yeah. want them to stay healthy. I think if they can stay healthy, that'll kind of get them more rhythm, you know, going into the postseason, and that'll help them that way. So I loved what Stanton did in the playoffs. Hopefully, he can build off of that. Um, I'm hoping Judge yeah. can stay healthy. Um, Clint Frazier, it's going to be weird to find a spot for him. Like you said, maybe we use him as a trade chip. Um, who else? Uh, Aaron Hicks. You know, what do you think about this this Hicks thing in center field? I'm um, obviously he's he's our guy going forward. We really don't have a say, but a lot of people were calling that deal. Uh, you know, calling him underrated when he signed that deal and, and said Aaron yeah. Hicks is, yeah. is this. I, I just think he is who he is. You know. Yeah, you know, I like Hicks. I was surprised at that contract that they gave him. Uh, did they go, was it like a seven-year, ten-per? Yeah, um, yeah. Seemed really long for a guy like him. I was a little shocked by that. I'm like, whoa, you know, why are you offering him a long-range deal? And, and granted, that was, you know, pretty, it was a good signing for ten-per-year. Uh, for a guy like him who has shown really great potential, you know, when he is, he's another guy who, when he is on, he is great. He can get those walks, had some good, had some big at bats in the playoffs last year of getting some key walks. Um, and you know, his swing, Yankee stadium swing, uh, batting left-handed can really send the ball out with the jolt. Uh, guy has great defense. I'll never, ever forget that play in Minnesota in yep. 2019 when he, like, that, that crazy high-scoring game, and they he ended up making that diving catch in center field. And then I think he came in and hit a home run, too, to uh, put them ahead. Um, that dive, though, one of the best plays. I think it was actually MLB's top play of the year of 2019. Um, so his defense is great. His bat, his on base percentage is great. He can work those walks. Um, I just, he's another guy who has been plagued here and there with injuries. He's got to have a full season. Um, and I would love to see a healthy year of Judge and right, Hicks and center, and uh, Clint Frazier in left. I, I, I really like Clint Frazier. Um, you know, as I, as I always say, my son has red hair. And so <laughs> I have like, uh, a, I, I like people with <laughs> red hair just because my son has red hair. And when Cliff Frazier came to the Yankees, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> he's the best. I love him already. Um, the guy has shown last year uh, that he has made, that he can play in the major leagues. He is a, you know, a solid player with, I think still a really big upside Um Unfortunately, got plagued with those concussion symptoms in was it nineteen when they could have he could have started all year with all those injuries. Um, I understand if you have to use him in a trade. Uh, they kind they they kind of you know he's every trade deadline for the past X amount of years. It's like where, where's Clint Fraser going? Everybody's just kind of like expecting him to go. Um, I would love to see him on the Yankees long-term. I think he can really help them. But, you know, there is that bottleneck. Um, although Gardner, um, haven't heard any talks of bringing him back, although you never know, Yankees could bring him back on a, 
you know, I think he, I think, I think the Yankees could give him like a million dollars a year. He'd come back and yeah. play for them. I think he yeah. loves it so much. Um, but he's, you know, he's been a really valuable Yankee, Brett Gardner, but I think it's just, it's time to let him go and give either Clint Frazier a chance. Um, I think they still have Talkman. I think Talkman's <laughs> got to go. Um, if they get Brantley, there's really no room yeah, out the there for Frazier too. So it's, there's, there's a lot of question marks, but like I said, I would love Frazier Hicks, Judge, Stanton uh, as DH, because um, I don't know, Stanton in the outfield is, is no. him in left field is a little scary to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't like him out there. Um, and then who else? Who else is out there? Uh, am I missing someone in the outfield that they still have? Uh, let's see, Judge, Stanton, potentially Gardner, Hicks, Frazier, Talkman. That's six. Yeah. Jesus. I feel like I'm missing somebody in that in that scheme of things. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's a solid outfield. Um, if you yeah. can get a really great pitcher and you have to include Clint Frazier, so be it. But you still gotta put someone in left field. I think you gotta get Brantley, uh, go out and get him, right? Not sure how much he's gonna want per year. But um, you know, Clint Frazier probably still has a you know, he's probably still making minimum, I would mm-hmm. imagine. Um, so there's, there's something right there. He's, he's, uh, he's an MLB player. He, he should be on the team and he should be, um, yeah, he should be starting and don't bring Gardner back. Uh, send Talkman, re- release him. He's, he's not really, uh, you know, like you said, 2019 got lucky with him performing well. And then you've got, um, who is it? Jason Dominguez. Is that his name yes. in the minors that everybody yes. is really high on saying that he's a can't miss. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure what his development is right now. He's still only what 19, I think something like that. Um, who knows? Maybe he comes up uh, and you, um, you sit tight with Clint Frazier, you see how he does. And then um, maybe bring up uh, Jason Dominguez. If he's still on that upward trajectory, as everybody's saying in mm-hmm. 2022. I don't know. Or maybe this year, who knows if they, if they really, if they need him, you know, you got to always have those spare outfielders for injuries. Yeah. They also have Florial in the system as well. So they got quite a bit of outfielders. So I don't know. Um, but I do agree. I think if you can keep Frazier, you keep him and you start him because I think given him, you know, if we give him a full season, he's somebody who goes out there and he'll hit you 30 home runs. He'll drive in a hundred runs and, yeah, he'll just be productive and he'll bring that power presence. And he's got this, you know, this electric energy to him. I love watching him. Yeah. I, I just feel like he's a big moments guy. I feel like he could really bring this spark to the Yankees, Clint. Yeah, yeah, he could. And, you know, that famous uh, Brian Cashman, the, uh, quote, legendary bat speed. Yes. It's for real. You, you see yeah. that guy swing the bat on a home run, and it is like, wow, he, he, he's good. He he. He can play the game of baseball <laughs> at a high level. Yeah, man. Um, so before we get to the final segment of the show, um, your final thoughts on the team as a whole, you know, do you think we have what it takes to win a World Series? Do you think we're going to come short again? What are you hoping versus what do you think? I want to know just your final overall thoughts before we get to the trivia that we're going to talk about in a second. Oh, all right. Well, you know, I am, I am one of those always optimistic Yankee fans, I am, uh, you know, always hopeful that it's going to be a great season. Um, I, I, I do get my 
uh, realistic uh, perspective on it. Uh, in recent years, you know, almost every year, I'm like, oh, they can make the World Series. They can make the World Series. <laughs> uh, I, I have gotten more and more and more realistic as time has gone by. They need pitching. They got to make more moves. I don't like uh, going into a season with just Garrett Cole, Kluber. Uh, I know you're, we're going to get Severino back, uh, they say, maybe late July, August. That would be a really big addition. Um, if he comes back as, as, as dominant as he can be. Uh, but those other guys like Jordan Montgomery, I've been really big on Monty. Uh, I want to see him have a solid season, but I don't completely trust him. Um, another guy, Clark Schmidt and Davey Garcia. Um, I just, I think those guys are not experienced enough and I don't have full trust in them. So I see the Yankees being a very good team and making the playoffs. But if you had, if right now season began today, I would say no, you know, it, it's a, a one to two rounds in the playoffs and that's it because they don't have the pitching. They, they need, another quality starter and you got, and there's too many question marks with Kluber and those young guys. It reminds me, you know, with them going into, uh, you know, as of last week, really high on these young guys and saying that, you know, this could potentially be the rotation. It reminded me, man, I don't know how long ago it was. Maybe it was like in 06 or 07, something like that, where they had all those young guys who they had, they had rookies starting the season who they were so high on. And man, I'm trying to think of uh, all the names. Uh, I don't know. Ian Kennedy was one of the guys. Oh, man. I don't know. It was like three rookies where they're like, oh, these guys are going to be awesome. <laughs> they were horrible. They all like, they all like fizzled and got traded eventually pretty quickly. Um, and I feel that's the kind of, that's the same vibe I have right now. Right. But with these big moves yesterday and showing that they might potentially be really going for it, I have hope that they're going to add to the pitching and have a really dominant staff that can that can really make them go far in the playoffs and be a World Series team. But right now. Um, eh. <laughs> mediocre, not not in the, the pitching right now. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I would have to agree. I mean, I think it's, listen, you have a good team, right? Like you said, you have a really talented team, and they're going to do enough to to do well in the regular season, right? They'll, there's a good chance uh, they win a division. Um, at worst, they'll be a wild card. They'll get to the playoffs. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll win maybe a round or two, but like you said, it's that rotation that scares me. Um, uh, you know, outside yeah. of Garrett Cole at the moment, you don't have much guarantee, right? You don't, you have a lot of guys with, with high ceilings, maybe guys that could guys that could, but you don't have a ton of promise. There's no guarantee that Jordan Montgomery is going to pan out. There's no guarantee that Garcia is going to pitch like he did towards the end of last year. There's no guarantee that Schmidt will come out here and be this number two. We think he is or number three, whatever. There's no guarantee that Kluber is going to show us, you know, you know, credibility again, or you know, so you really, and obviously you've got to figure out what are we, what are we doing with Tanaka with Paxton? There's a good chance they're not here no more. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a lot of question in that rotation. I don't love that. 
I also think the lineup is great as it looks on paper. Like we, we kind of talked about it at the top of the show. Got to show more consistency at the plate um, in terms of, you know, just putting together hits and good at bats and the strikeouts kind of pile up every October as we see. Um, it is a home run league, but I also think just we have to remember the importance of making, you know, putting the ball in play and stringing together hits. I think that's big too. Um, so I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly confident in our chances, but I'm going to root for them like hell, man. I'm going to root for the Yankees to to win it all. So that's yeah. my final take on that. Yeah, yeah. And we haven't even gotten into the relief pitching. Which, yeah, the bullpen doesn't look too great either, to be honest with you. Yeah, and, you know, it is – now, I'm trying to think. Is Chapman – see, is this his last year? Did he – Yeah, he I, I think he's got um, – I think he's got one more. I don't know. Yeah, he's – you know, to me, he can be really dominant, but he's he's not scary to me. He, he, he kind of scares me sometimes when he comes into the game <laughs> and, like, gives up a walk immediately and then a hit. And sometimes he can be off and um, – He's for for relief pitchers is is getting up there in age, right? And he's got to be at least thirty four, maybe. Yeah, I don't even know. But um, you got him, Britain. Britain pitched really well. He is back. Um, Adovino has been man. Now I was so big on Adovino when he came. I was like, this guy throws the ball like a wiffle ball and is going to dominate and put them over. Um, you know, I'm trying to think who else is in there. I think they, they did they release Jonathan Holder? Yes, yes. Yeah, and but they did sign um, uh, <laughs> Sessa. Sessa, he just scares me, that and, guy. And they of, brought back Cortez. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Cortez. Crafty Cortez. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of question marks right there. Um, so... Again, we'll, we'll we'll see what they do. See if they can shore up and, and make be creative and make some trades. And yeah, um, I think you hit it on the on the head, man. Um, sorry, I, I you know Chapman doesn't do it for me anymore. Though those last two postseasons he had kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, Zach Britton, you know when he's your only, you know he's really I like him, um, but yeah. outside of Britain, oof, you know it, it looks, you know Chad Green, I like him, but he's not always consistent. There's a lot of question yeah. mark, just like within rotation. So hopefully they can yeah. win. Um, I got a couple of trivia questions I want to ask you, Greg. Test your knowledge on the history of the Yankees and a little bit of both. We'll talk a little history here and current uh, to wrap it up. Um, all right. So let's see. Let's see if you can figure some stuff out here. Um, all right. So this is going all the way back to 1921 when the Yankees first made the World Series. Um, do you know the first team the Yankees faced in the World Series? Oh, man. 1921, that was the year. 21, let's see. Limited teams back then. Uh, trying to think who would be some of the teams of that time. Um, I am going to say, just because I'm thinking of, and I don't know the year of the the, uh, the Black Sox scandal, but uh, let's, let's say the White Sox. It was actually the New York Giants. They were a baseball team back then. Remember? Oh, yes. wow. wow. I, I looked that up. I was like, wow, I forgot about the, uh, the New York Giants because that's kind of why they started calling the football team, the New York football Giants. Right. Right. Yeah. Team. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I guess in my mind, um, 
I yeah. always forget about that too because I'm used to the Giants and the Dodgers leaving New York and going west. Um, so, oh man, here's one. I got I got a true or false one. Um, okay. So true or false? On top of leading the Yankees all time in home runs, Babe Ruth also led them in strikeouts as a batter. I'm gonna say true. I thought it was. I thought it was. I looked it up. It is false. And you know what? The answer surprised me. Leading the Yankees in strikeouts all time is Derek Jeter. You know what? I was going to say stop. I was actually going to say Jeter just because of how much time. Because he played for 20 years. Right, right. Yeah. I was thinking that's it. I was, I was, I was kind of shocked, but then I was like, oh, well, he, you know, he, he played for two decades. So it makes, it kind of makes sense. But yeah, right. I, I was yeah. like, wow. Um, all right. So let's see. Let's, let's, let's get more current here. Um, this is this one's kind of easy. Oh, but, softball here. Yeah, I'll throw I'll throw you a softball here. Uh, all right, so whose rookie home run record did Aaron Judge beat in 2017? Easier. I should know this. I should know this. Let's see. Rookie home run record. Um yeah. oh wait, Yankee r- rookie home run record. No, Aaron Judge hit the all he hit the all time rookie home run record. He beat somebody else who played for the Cardinals. I'll give you a hint. All time, Played yeah, all time rookie record. record for home. Um, oh man, uh, on the Cardinals. Uh, well, actually, at the time, I think it was for Oakland. Wow, for Oakland, it can't be Reggie because he didn't play with the Cardinals. Um, oh man, it was. He hit 49 of them in his rookie season in 1987. Oh, oh, oh. Um, McGuire. Yes, McGuire. There you go. Yes, Mark McGuire. All right. Um, all right, we'll go one more. Um, Thanks for the hints. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If I, I guess I was thinking old time. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, no, yeah, that makes sense. Back in the day. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right, well, we'll go another one uh, current. Uh, in 2018... Obviously, Shohei Otani won the Rookie of the Year, um, but two Yankees, two Yankees placed in second and third. Who were those two Yankees? It was um, Andujar, who who should have won it, yes. and um, wait, who was who was the other? It was it was who everybody thought was going to do it, and but Andujar actually came in second, right? Yeah, it was Otani, uh, and then Andujar, and then there was another Yankee who came in third. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. Um, not, not, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, man, who, 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 not We not just Gary. talked about him before. No, not Gary. Not He's um, an infielder, though. Of the year infielder, not Glaber. Yeah, Glaber. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah all right, all right. I was trying to think. I'm like, wait, was that the same year? Because I remember. Um, yeah, because Glaber came up, had like everybody, you know, was big on him and, and thought he was doing, you know, was you know, yeah. everybody said he was destined to be a star. Had like a lot of hype and has was living up to the hype. But then Andujar came out of nowhere and was just phenomenal. And I guess I always stress uh, about him because he should have won it over Otani. 
I, I, I think yeah. you know, I that was the year. I, I don't like to be a conspiracy conspiracy theorist theorist, but I felt like I felt like people had it out for the Yankees on that one. Like Otani just was like I don't know. He got injured at the end of the year. He yeah. didn't like play the rest of the year, and yeah. I think it was just all based on hype, the hype that he can pitch and hit. Everybody was just yeah. obsessed with him right out yeah. of the gate. And yeah. yeah, I think, you know, despite yeah. the analytics being against Andujar, I still think he very much deserved it. He played for a winning team, man, and that, that matters to me. So. Yeah, and hit, he hit at least 300. Maybe he was like 298, yeah. something like that, pretty much 300. And <laughs> And doubles and and just you know, amazing, amazing. He played that year. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're two for four. That's not bad. You hit five hundred. <laughs> hey, you take that in baseball. Right? Take that. You were two for four. I'll give you that. Um, All right, man. Hey, um, is there anything you want to add? Uh, I know you've got a podcast of yourself. Uh, by the way, it's spectacular. I always listen to it whenever you put up an episode. Uh, Yankee Crazy. Thank podcast. you. Appreciate it. Uh, if you have any plugs, just. You know, let everybody know where to find you and, and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, as Rob said, Yankee Crazy Podcast, you can find us on all the platforms from Apple, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts pretty much. And lo- all social media you can always reach out to us. Um, Instagram, Yankee Crazy Podcast. Uh, Twitter, we are Yankee Crazy Pod because it's too long to put the cast in there. (laughs) And go like us on Facebook. Always trying to uh, increase all our social media. And you can even email us, uh, yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. And, um, you know, as you know, Rob, we we like to do a, a light take on the Yankees, always try and be positive with them. We do go off on people who need to be uh, <laughs> on the Yankees, but just try to have a lot of fun with talking about the Yankees. Yeah, man, I love your show. It's it's fantastic, man. Keep doing your thing. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate I, it. And appreciate yeah. being on the show. Really, you know, uh, it's great to be on. Love your show, too. Um, always always trying to, uh, to listen and get your takes and um, – you know, we agree a lot of times too, where I'm always like, I'll text you as I'm listening to it, like yeah. in my car or afterwards and be like, dude, you're spot on with that. Yeah. So thank you, man. Awesome. I appreciate that. All right, man. Thank you. Greg. All right. See ya. All right. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor.